I literally was turned down by the top 10 commercial agents in Los Angeles. They all told me no. They told me I was too tall, not commercial enough, too theatrical. I was like, okay, whatever that means. They told me I didn't have enough experience. And then my favorite one was they're like, well, we have someone exactly like you. Literally, I, I went and got a really small agent in Pasadena. She had like angel cards and she'd like make me pick a card. Like it was, she was out like nowhere near any of the, you know, top agents, but I booked my first national there. And then I moved my way up along the way. But three years after that, I booked 19 national commercials in one year. If you've got something, let it rip. I'm never gonna do this again. Everybody grapples with this idea that you're really a fraud. Like I'm alive. And that's when it clicked with me. I thought these are not superheroes. These are just men that can do super Thanks. This is Matt Del Negro, and you are listening to the new Stripped Down 10,000 Nose. All right, today's episode is another one that's pulled from our 10,000 Nose Insiders Community VIP industry guest Zooms. And this one is with Wendy Braun. If you listened to or watched our New Year's episode, Wendy joined me for that. You may hear a few sentences of overlap that you heard in January, but the reason I wanted to bring her back was I really enjoyed our talk and I felt like we couldn't get to it all in one episode. Here we go, today's episode. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Got Wendy Braun here as our VIP. And just to give everybody the history, I was explaining to Wendy when I was first in New York and going out on commercials and like couldn't get arrested. She was one of these names that like I would always see like Wendy Braun on the <laughs> on the sign. And she and and she must somehow her name was like burnt into my brain <laughs> as like she was constantly working and i was like i cannot get arrested um <laughs> so then we just kind of i'm not even sure how we circle back into each other's lives right now but she has a similar platform to Ten Thousand no's so i feel like we're very much what's the word congruous but there's another word uh, aligned minds aligned. there's a synergy it's very synergy i like synergy. that all right synergy yeah so we're trying sure. to speak in the same language and um we even I'm going to shut up and let her talk a little bit because we we were talking a little bit about that. And I said something like, oh, yeah, I think I used to call you like the commercial queen. There was like Wendy and maybe one or two other women that were I felt like everywhere. And it was frustrating for me who I like couldn't barely yes. get an agent. And she said, yeah, but there were three years prior to that. And I had seen this on her website where she met with every commercial agent in LA and they turned her down. So I think that's a, yeah. maybe a good place to start. Um, yeah, sure, and we, Matt. And we, you know, we could just hop into it and just, yeah. and, and we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, I love it. Well, first of all, Matt, thanks for having me. I'm a huge fan of your acting work and your 10,000 nose work and all you do for creative. So I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy for all of you guys who are joining us or anyone who watches or listens later. I first just want to acknowledge the courage it takes to follow your dreams. That's a courageous thing. There's a lot of people who might question that. And I just want to start off by saying most people who question what you're doing in this creative field are usually enamored by your bravery, 
even though it might come off a little snarky sometimes, especially at like family gatherings. <laughs> but anyway, that's a side note. Um, on the commercial queen note, I think it's such a great place to start out because we didn't have Instagram back then. But nowadays, you know, you just open your phone and everyone looks or is posting their commercial queen moments, right? Their booking, their red carpet, their whatever it is. And it's really easy like Matt had done and I do still to look at that and only see that. And so, you know, I just want to quickly share that three years prior to becoming the commercial queen, I literally was turned down by the top 10 commercial agents in Los Angeles. Um, I think I brought my, this is how old I am. I like brought a VHS tape. Okay. Like, of like whatever I had done in Chicago, that probably wasn't a good idea. I should have probably been like, I have nothing. So that, you know, you learn as you go, right? Failure is feedback. I'm sure as you, you've said, um, but they all told me, no, they told me I was too tall. I'm five foot 10 in, I even wore flats. They still told me I was too tall, whatever, you know, that I was, you know, too commercial or no, not commercial enough, too theatrical. I was like, okay, whatever that means. They told me I didn't have enough experience. And I say this because some of you guys, if you're starting out, or even if you're trying to get to the next level, some agent somewhere might be like, well, you don't have enough experience in this thing you're trying to do. And I used to think like, I know, but that's why I want to get an agent so I can get auditions so I can get more experience, right? Um, but they still told me no. And then my favorite one was they're like, well, we have someone exactly like you, um, you know, and I always thought like, wow, I bet she's fabulous, but I'll, you know, like, I'd love to meet her, you know, but I never met her because they never signed me. And literally I, you know, I went and got a really small agent, like literally Matt in Pasadena. She had like angel cards and she'd like make me pick a card. Like it was, she was out like nowhere near any of the, you know, top agents, but I booked my first national there. And then I moved my way up along the way. But three years after that, I, I booked 19 national commercials in one year. And that was, and I, national commercials. I and, and, but it was because the more they told me, no, I definitely like cried in my car. On, I've cried in my car on like every freeway in Los Angeles, you know? Uh, and if you haven't, and now I feel like, well, it's the pand, you know, since the pandemic, I just want to tell everyone, if you have not cried in literally every room in your house, you have not been in this business long enough, you know? Um, so yeah, I just, um, I kept going, but I, I, I discovered that I needed to cultivate a mindset that would tell me yes when the world was telling me no. And I feel like that is what I've done and keep doing y'all for 20 years. And I feel like that's, that's the work, right? That's what I did. I just, it was like, they said, no, I was like, oh, you don't get it. That's great. Awesome. You don't get it. I get it. I'm, you know, and that's hard to do, you know, when, you know, you're sobbing on the one-on-one thinking it's not going to work out for you, you know? Right. Um, but that's where I was. And then I, I, you know, but then I don't know, Matt, if you ever feel this way, or maybe you guys here today, like, so then I, I had this level of success that people were calling me the commercial queen. And I, I got a, a contract for a spokesperson job and I would be, um, I'd go off to, they'd send me to San Francisco. I'd be driven in a limo back to my hotel room. I would greet 500 fans for like this department store. I was a spokesperson for, and I'd go to my hotel room. And I kid you not, I would like cry in my, I cried a lot, I guess. Uh, I would cry in my hotel room because I hadn't booked a pilot and I didn't have a boyfriend. And I would call my mom and tell her, and I would be focused on what was missing. And 
I robbed myself of a lot of joy in that time. And that's what brought me to the work I do now is like, you know, you can't have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. You have to stop. And, and, and I stopped sort of all the doing and just started focusing on who I was being. Cause I was like, wow, here I am the commercial queen. Here I am literally making six figures doing commercials. Like I should be getting out of bed, just jumping for joy with happiness. And I was focused on what I didn't yet have, you know, and that it wasn't happening fast enough and that I should be further along by now. And all the things you think in your twenties, thirties, forties, at any age, I think, you know? Well, what was the shift for you? Like, what did you, um, what did you do? First of all, was there like that all is lost moment where you realized this and had a light bulb go on? And what did you shift when you said you went from not doing as much to more being and how, how am I being, was it picking up a meditation practice? Was it a certain yes. teacher? Was it, was it a book? What, what, what shifted for you? And then like, how did that in the day to day in a small way? Cause it's easy to hear it in a big tale and go, yes. like, Oh yeah. And, and then, and then we go, Oh, that's really cool. But like, what, what did you do day to day yes. that changed? You know, um, I look, I am a recovering type A doer, <laughs> you know, so I really, I did stop all the doing, like I would be the postcarder, you know, of the postcard person and all the, I would just be like, what more do I have to do to get there? So I definitely had a moment where I was like, all, all this doing, all this taking massive action, which I grew up learning, like this really, it's really a masculine approach of like, you just need to hustle more. You need to work harder. Um, I stopped doing all that, which was really hard because I thought action leads to results. But then I learned, well, aligned action leads to better results. So the first thing I did, which is a doing, was to stop all the doing. Yeah. So even though that sounds like, I know, but then what'd you do? Well, the first was to acknowledge that when I'm taking action from a place of, you know, lack and doubt and frustration, which I think we get to at different stages. Like if you keep doing something and it's not lighting you up anymore. And as Matt and I had talked about too, of like other things in our businesses that I just have to stop the way it's going. Cause this is not working. Right. So I did stop all the doing. And then I really, you know, and that took a practice. Like I sort of made a list and people can do this in the, in the helping you stop the doing is you sort of make a list of all like your should do list. Like, oh, I should, I should start a podcast or I should create more content or that should do list that feels really heavy. Like for anyone here, if, you know, it's May. If you made a list of like what you're going to do in this year in January and there's things on that list you haven't even started to me that's a should do that's your mental mind saying well if I don't create my own content then I'm not going to ever make it but I really it's not lighting me up but I should do that it's why you're it's not it's not your path we have a lot of people one of the the kind of I would say central themes in insiders is everybody kind of everybody getting encouraged to create their own their own content that's going to kind of not just waiting for the phone to ring but you know mm -hmm. writing their own thing whatever it is collaborating with each other 
And that actually is what led to me, ironically, because I felt like a hypocrite. I was like, oh, I'm not really doing this myself. And then that sparked something in me and then stuff has come about. But that's something for for everybody here. Um, oh, that's funny. Aaron, Just you just popped up on my in my view and I was actually thinking of you. Like I, there's so someone in my group who I think has a, a writer's mind. She, we've known each other for a while. Uh, she's written things that I think are really funny. And I'm always going, you know, um, just get it, get it up, find some people, even if it's people in here, bring the material in whatever. And maybe that's like, particularly for you, Aaron, it's like, what would make it fun? Yes. What what would make it fun instead of like, what do I have to do? Or even, oh, Matt says we should, you know, create content. That's that's like, screw me. What what would make it fun to do? Who who would be fun reading your material? Stuff like that. I guess that that's kind of like finding the joy in it as opposed to the obligation, because the obligation ends up leading to burnout. I actually want to flip to the complete other side, uh, a little bit of devil, devil's advocate, because you started off saying your type A personality and achievement oriented. I can, I can relate to that. I also, sometimes I, I feel like I'm that. Sometimes I feel like I'm a total slacker. It just depends which guy you get. Um, <laughs> they, I, there are, when, when, when we emailed, and then again, when we started our conversation today, before everybody came on, I said, wow, I went to your website and I'm mm. like, wow, you've got your shit together. Like, it's just really well organized. It's Thank really you. easy to, it's just like a a good business platform. Um, I did a lot of things in the pandemic to do that, even like now with insiders, I made it so it was automated so that because I don't like to sell, but if I mm -hmm. have something that's that's set up already, yes, like hey, I love your thing. I'm just like, oh, here's the link. Yeah, if you want to do it, cool. If you don't, awesome, whatever. Then yes. they go, they go there, they pay. That I don't have anything to do with it. It's just there's a video there that explains it. You either like it or you don't, and you're in or you're out. Mm -hmm. um, that stuff, I had to get help with it. Um, that stuff you're really good at it or you have a good team that does it i don't know but that stuff is kind of necessary so i i just want to mm. like before we go to the q a there's this yes. thing of like we don't want to be a doer because we want to create at the same time mm -hmm. you do kind of have to have at least a period where you set that stuff up yes. so that your yes. forward facing thing looks like you've got your shit together and then you can go be an artist back here. <laughs> There's a mechanism that gets people into your work. Yes. You know? Yes. What are um, your yeah. Yes. So my website's called actorinspiration.com. It's singular actorinspiration.com. And um the pretty Thing you see the uh, the storefront, so to speak, of my world, uh, my virtual world, um, is has definitely taken a lot of time, um, and we, I did revamp it in the pandemic. And I have to say, I love gorgeous branding. Like I love the Apple Store, and I love like like I'm just 
I notice fonts, right? Like I get the Bed Bath & Beyond coupon and I notice how they say Bed Bath and then Beyond or whatever. Like, so I've always, I'm definitely, you know, um, I love the marketing of it and I do see it as service and not selling. So that has helped me to go. And that this, the website you see is me stepping in to owning all I've done and who I've become along the way. That's what that website is. It's me not hiding. I, you guys, I've, I've been doing this for so many years and my, the webs, the original website, it was like a picture of like the Caribbean because I actually was on a job in the Caribbean when I decided I was going to do the website. And I looked out and I'm like, Oh, it should just be a picture of the water. Cause it's like ease and flow. And it's like relaxing. And like, and I literally thought I, my picture couldn't be anywhere on there because if anyone found out that I was also helping actors while being an actor, like Sandra Bullock doesn't do that. And so I really had a lot of noise about how we're you cannot possibly let anyone know and now it's like are you I have helped people get on Broadway and be serious regulars and like have lives and get married and like all the the transformation I've helped over the years it's like so that website is me being like you know what Th this I do both I'm an actress I'm on the red carpet I'm on series I'm doing and I also love helping other creatives just turn their dreams into reality. And so that site is born out of my love for that. And to give you a lot of like, okay, so how do you literally do it? Um, for me, my I always have like the big vision picture and I literally um, take a lot of paper and draw stuff out. Like I'm a sort of, like I drew that site of like, okay. And I would, I will screenshot anytime I saw something, I'm like, oh, that's cool. you like, I would study other sites, right? I mean, that was a labor of love about a year and a half of like taking in things, figuring out. And there's still parts about it that like could be better or whatever. But I, I was very, I wanted it to feel a certain way. And now what's funny is I've had a, a, a student of mine who happens to be an amazing photographer. And and I, I realized I was, and she and she's like, a, had done a lot of branding and she's like, I'm missing some of the fun of who you are. Cause I was very like, I said, you know what? That website was put together in a stage of me being like, I am owning my power. Like I am woman, hear me roar. And so it's very like, you know, and I was like a former model or wanted to be a, you know, a higher up former model. So this is me just taking my stand in like all these ways. But if I were, which I will eventually be redoing it, I'm like, I'm wacky and like, you know, offbeat and, you know, relatable and quirky and, I, at the time, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just was like trying to do the, like a certain level of, of, yeah. of thing. So well, the author, maybe more of the authority than the, I was like, well, you get to know me on my videos and then you see that's who I am. But this was like establishing my credibility in what I had done. Well, that's, but yeah, I want to just give you, yeah. Oh, no, 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 go on, go on, go on. No, I just want to give you guys a nugget. So I would draw it out, draw it out. And then I, I sort of teach this sort of like post-it note process of like, and I do it, I have, I have like a book of like different areas and I write at the top, like what it is, you know, like, like if you're writing a book or, or, or creating a course or doing a website, you know, there's, there's the thing, the outcome, and then there's all the steps. And I really try to chunk it down to when I get off this call, if I had to do one thing today, I could look at that and go the next step is this one thing 
that is how I get a lot of things done. And believe me, I got, a, I got a lot of different areas of my life where I'm doing stuff, but what I've noticed when I'm the most productive, which I love being productive, you know, I love being, you know, joyful and not doing the should do list, but I'm not going to lie. I also love getting stuff done. Right. And that's what we're kind of talking about. So it's chunking it down of like, you know, and then it's the, wouldn't it be nice if list and dividing of like, what do I hate doing? Right. I didn't, I'm not doing SEO on that website. I don't even care. You know, I write blog. I've been writing blogs for 10 years, like to my, to my disadvantage, not caring about SEO, which is probably really stupid, but I've just been like, Oh, what I just like to write. So I'll just write, but I haven't like figured out what keywords everyone needs to, that just hasn't, we're similar that way. Maybe like, of like, I'm just giving from my heart. I'm not trying to like, I always think the right people find their way to me too. So I'm not trying to grab you. It's like, I'm here. And if you're into it, here's where I'm at, you know? Right. That's, that's kind of, yeah, it's such a, it's so, it's actually really refreshing to hear you because anybody who's been an insider with me for a while knows that was your, your battle within yourself. I still have it of like, I'm an actor, like even doing that course, like, do I want to, do I want to say that? Like, I'm doing, a, I'm doing a mm. course in the city where I'm teaching and like, do I want like everything it's like, but I really do same as you. I love doing it. Even like this insiders thing. I'm like, well, do I really want to say it? Do I, you know what? Do I want, you know, so-and-so to think that I'm doing this? And then it's all just voices in my head because then I have like Kevin Bacon or a Henry Winkler and they're like, oh, yes. it's so awesome what you're doing with this. This yes. is great for actors. Yes. And I'm like, why am I putting in yes. there? And yes. I put this thing and, and, my sister who does this this tapping work she's like oh no those are your thoughts that yes. you put in other people's yes. mouths but it's actually yes. just, it's what you think it's like it's your judgment of yourself and you're just yes. projecting it on to whoever maybe some famous yes. person maybe some person you don't really know you know whatever but, but Matt, it's a great point because for any of us, we can do the task, the thing, whatever we want to do with the thought like projection, and it will kind of come out a different way than if we notice that thought and go, oh, that is me doing that. When I stopped thinking it wasn't okay to do both and I started embracing it, the amount I've had, you know, Emmy winning casting directors come inside my course and be like, and teach a masterclass. I've connected with casting directors who've hired me, some who haven't directors, right? It, it, it's, it's opened up my world as opposed to closing it off, but it definitely begins with me knowing. And part of my website is like, hello, me knowing it's okay. I remember reaching out to, um, Wendy O'Brien, uh, who has cast me in a bunch of stuff and asking her, would you like, to, I would love to have you. And she's like, girl, you've been in Forbes. I've seen your stuff. Like well, that was me not being shy about saying, I also do this and it's helping people. And it's a good thing in the world. So how, you know, I feel like we're, we're gone are the days that you can only be one thing. I feel like we are multi-hyphenates, we're multi-passionate. And so if you're doing a bunch of things, I don't think you need to hide one from the other, you know? Yeah. Um, that's a, yeah. That's that, a, various yeah. people have said to me, they're like, uh, yeah. does Mark Wahlberg seem like he's like, you know, he's got Wahlbergers <laughs> and he's got a reality show and yes. he's got a prey up act and he's an app and he's got like, 
municipal and he's got all these he's kind you know it's like yes i go to f45 and he's like on the wall you know and i think it's like so many creatives actors from j-lo to to mark Wahlberg to you to me it's like it's okay to be an entrepreneur and a speaker and a coach and an actor and a philanthropist and a visionary and a millionaire or whatever you know and like it's it's all the things you know yeah, I throw that in there because sometimes we have to tell ourselves we deserve even to be seen in all those ways is okay. It's it's our own, you know, that it's a, like I serve. I had a coach once say she was a money coach. Of course, she's like, I serve. I deserve is the mantra of like, you know what? It's okay. I deserve the accolade or the recognition or the money or whatever it is. Like, I think I look, I grew up as a frugal Midwesterner with um, parents who grew up in the depression. So I didn't grow up like feeling, you know, it's like we ordered water at dinner out, you know, you never ordered like a drink, like very mindful of money and, you know, and, and not having enough and stuff. And so undoing some of that worthiness and deservability um, in, in your chapter of adulthood, I think sometimes unraveling the stuff that we're learned as a kid, you know? All right, I dug that conversation. I hope you did too. I loved when she talked about the commercial queen thing. By the way, so glad that I used the phrase commercial queen because that's how we used to refer to her. And then she used it. So I guess that is actually a thing. I thought it was just me and my wife calling her and a few other women commercial queens. So anyway, I love that story of all of the no's that she got leading up to it. Because she's right. It is so easy for you to listen and go, oh, well, she did this and she got all of that. It's like, yeah, but she had a lot of, you know, tough times before that and then also I like that she admitted that once she started making six figures she still wasn't happy and you realize wherever you go there you are so wherever you are right now it's not so much the jobs that you need to book or the the accomplishments that you need to have but what's your mindset are you grateful for where you are right now that's really the question because I got news for you wherever you go there's gonna be some new things gonna pop up so if you don't deal with it right now, while you're watching this or while you're listening to it, deal with it now. You're not gonna go get that series or get that three picture deal and all your problems are gonna go away. It is gonna remain with you. The, the inside work is really the work that you need to do. I don't care where you go, but just do the work. Get yourself around other artists that have good attitudes, that are into doing the work. Raise the bar for yourself. You know, you want people that are, yeah, nurturing, but also people that are gonna call you on your bullshit and make you raise the bar so that you live up to the artist that you are, the human that you are. What you put in is what you get back out. I almost forgot, we still have a couple of slots left for our Let's Shoot the Rehearsal Weekend Intensive on-camera retreat in New York City, February 17th and 18th. If that sounds remotely interesting to you, email info at 10,000nos.com. Put Let's Shoot the Rehearsal or Weekend Intensive in the subject line. We'll get you all the information you need to get you signed up and get you in there. It is an awesome weekend in New York. You will walk away with beautiful footage. You'll walk away with incredible relationships with the other people that do it and uh, great education. So check that out. That is it. But here are some words from our sponsor. And by our sponsor, I mean...
me. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate you coming over here or watching this on YouTube, however you got to me. Just want to let you know a couple of our offerings. If you go to 10,000knows.com, we have the 10,000 Knows Insiders Community, which is a virtual community where I meet with artists once a week, every Monday for an hour over Zoom, and then every month I bring in an industry VIP. You can also check out my book, 10,000 Knows, How to Overcome Rejection on the Way to Your Yes. If you're interested in private coaching, whether in person or over Zoom, I do that as well. For all this stuff, email info at 10,000knows.com. In the subject line, tell us what you want. We do our Let's Shoot the Rehearsal weekend intensive on-camera retreats in New York City and elsewhere throughout the year, every couple of months. So check that out. You can also email us to join the newsletter. I will not flood your inbox. It'll only come once a week. Love to have you in our circle. Thank you for listening. If you really dig it, tell your friends, put it on social media. If you feel like it deserves a five-star review over at Apple Podcasts, please give us one there. Once again, thank you, and we'll see you next week.